Hello, beautiful people, and happy Fuck It Friday. I hope everyone's having a great week. This week, me and Daryl talked about a lot of things to do with essentially Instagram marketing. <laughs> we talked about the downfall of uh, weight loss influencers and how to build a solid community and become something called a micro-influencer. I don't know if you heard about this, but it's kind of like the new hip thing. So me and Daryl just kind of went into little details about it, talked about our Instagram platforms, our communities, what we've been doing, and just how you can succeed in not failing at being annoying. <laughs> we talked a lot about diet culture, the weight loss industry and its worth. And honestly, we just got stuck on this topic and I'm probably gonna do another Fuck It Friday about it because there's quite a lot to be said about it. Uh, I'm not the hugest fan of the weight loss industry and you'll find out why. Um, but we definitely had a great time talking this week had lots of great things to talk about and we can't wait to hear what you guys think. So without further ado, here is today's episode. TDYL. Hello, hello, happy fucking Friday. Happy fucking Friday to you. <laughs> never cool never fails. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. And then I come upstairs and the dog is left by herself, which she's she's about eight months old. Yeah. Uh, yeah a little a four-legged terror right now <laughs> uh, i had to sit with her for a few moments but uh yeah here we are we we made it to friday we made it to friday i can't believe it's friday again honestly i feel like this week kind of disappeared <laughs> did you uh did you notice my message to you i've i've now created the acronym for the show what did you just send it because i don't think i saw it yeah it's it's fifth that's what, that's what it says now. Fifth. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the week been, Daryl? What you been up to? What have I been up to? I have been, let's see, a lot of work, which is good. Yeah. Been a lot of, let's see, what else? Gosh, I feel like um, I had some kettle chips, lots of kettle chips this week. Made some nachos. Mm. Anything besides food related? Let's see. I watched but the but did you make potatoes? That's the real question. I, no, I didn't. And I need to work on that. That's, <laughs> it needs to happen. <laughs> How's your, how was your week? It was pretty good. It went by like pretty freaking fast. Uh, Rich took the first couple days of the week off. So um, we just kind of like hung about and didn't do a whole lot. But I uh, am also having like extreme insomnia this week. <laughs> So yeah. I've been falling asleep at like five in the morning and uh, thankfully with him being home meant that I could like sleep in a little bit, <laughs> which was definitely needed. <laughs> so what's, so what's, I mean, what's going on? Just got stuff running through your head or? Yeah. I like, I've always had insomnia. I've had insomnia for, I don't know, freaking forever. Um, but uh, I, hold on one second. Child interruptions. Um, what was I saying now? Completely lost my train of thought. We were talking about we we were talking about uh, insomnia. Yes. And um, we get ready to have a conversation about child interruptions because they happen. Yes. <laughs> but despite me being like, I'm going to the office. Don't come in. 
we still need to find a reason to knock on the door anyway um yeah so like I've always had insomnia like as long as I can remember and have tried so many different things and you know sometimes they're worse than others etc but like I don't know what it was about this week but I wasn't falling asleep till five in the morning and then the kids are up at eight and it just it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't a good combination yeah I mean like I, I don't I mean and, and the bad thing with insomnia I've I've never been diagnosed, but I've got some pretty awful sleep habits at times. Like it just, it compounds and people are like, Oh, just catch up on your sleep. No, it, this is so like you, you, and I know it's, it's debatable where you can't really just catch up on sleep anyway, but I can Mm -hmm. tell you like when you've been banking these, these, um, these, (laughs) these nights of, of not getting enough sleep, like there is no catching up. It's like a, it's a habitual thing. Oh yeah. And you, you also like, I can be so tired, not slept in days and I'll still lie down. And as soon as I put my head on that pillow, my, like I'm wide awake. I can't <laughs> do anything about it. I'll be yawning nonstop. And I lay down and it's like, boom, I've had all the caffeine in the world. I just don't yeah. understand it. <laughs> well, oh my gosh. You know what? That's, that's the other thing that I actually tried since we last spoke as I just had decided, okay, I'm not going to drink coffee like over the weekend i didn't drink coffee this was not a challenge there was no like set time i was just like you know what i'm over caffeinated mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not getting enough sleep which as you know is just like such a wonderful combination mm-hmm. so like so i got up on saturday and it was like i had this this is what i've done since we last spoke i took about i literally seven naps between saturday and sunday Jeez. <laughs> and it was just like and it was great and then i like i was like all right monday i'm not gonna I'm not going to drink coffee because, you know, it's kind of a nice thing. And then Tuesday, um, I had the podcast with Rachel, which with her being in Australia, it's like 4.30 Eastern, 4.30 is when we record. So, like, yeah, yeah. So then I had a little bit of coffee. I'm like, oh, not too bad. This is is good. And then Stacy's like, hey, uh, I'm going to Starbucks. And she came back with, like, this. (laughs) This um, just it was it was a lot of caffeine. She got each of us venties, and I was I was wired for like the next day or so, and then I right coffee drinking. So, but yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that you're working on ditching caffeine because I'm also weaning off of it I've, ever since that like decaf weekend where I, what I've been trying to keep it low, and now uh, it's like I'm just trying to eliminate as much as possible i've now turned to mixing the decaf coffee that we have with the caffeinated coffee so it's like getting weaker and weaker and weaker. like i just i need to be able to survive again <laughs> yeah no it, it's it is it, it's and like i don't and i feel like you're probably the same way like if i'm sleeping i don't need caffeine like the yeah. There is no reason to speed my brain up any faster than it already goes. It just becomes but, habit more than anything. <laughs> and like, I like the taste of it. And there's the, I, I like the light roast that Starbucks has, but they mm. don't have, there isn't a decaf in that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So like, I will see, I, if I do what I quote unquote should do, uh, I would be like, yeah, I'm not going to drink coffee for a while, but uh, we'll, see. we'll see how it yeah. goes. I've even now gotten to the point where like every once in a while we'll have a pop here and there and I'm like I won't drink it if it's past like seven because I'll be wired. <laughs> it won't happen. Isn't it it's crazy how um 
sensitive some people are to caffeine. And I, I'm just right? one of them. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. and Stacy's the opposite. Like she she will if they have happy hour at like seven thirty at night, she drink coffee, which is insane. Oh, it's like Rich too. He drinks coffee. We used to stop and grab like a Tim Hortons coffee and he would drink it at like eleven PM. I'm like, how are you going to sleep? Oh, I'll be fine. And sure enough, he passed out. He passed out like two seconds. I'm like, I don't understand how you do this because my brain does not how, shut up. <laughs> like how exhausted of a person must you be to drink all that caffeine and then fall asleep? That's crazy. Right? <laughs> Get it. They're the weird ones, not us. Um, so <laughs> I, uh, they are weird. I definitely agree with that. Uh, I did ask again, once again, the, for what people wanted to hear uh, this week. And, you know, 90% of the answers were bots telling me I won free iPhones. Um, but <laughs> I'll take one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to start a business where I'm selling all these free iPhone 11s. I keep winning and I'll just make a million bucks. Out of it. <laughs> you are so lucky that you got all the iPhone bots. That's the right. I'm, these bots, man, like I just... It, it it gets to the point where you just don't even want to ask questions anymore or just tell people, mm-hmm. hey, just respond to my DM. So I don't mm-hmm. – uh, awful. Well, especially, like, you, I don't even understand how they manage to find, like, just – It's not like there's a hashtag or anything like that. It's strictly just they're going through people's other hashtags they, and clicking on their stories because – There has to be something set up to – and somebody's paying for this nonsense. Oh, yeah. Somebody told them. I, I, I don't anytime you hear something about like buying followers or buying interaction or buying, because this is clearly like you said bots yes like, you would have to give them you would either have to give someone access to your Instagram account or you would have to log in third party and like I I wouldn't I wouldn't be offering that up one and two it's like even if you get people to to like interact with it like what kind of message do you think you're gonna get i mean it's just right? oh man it's like so uh chelsea and i were kind of talking earlier about like um essentially the downfall of weight loss influencers which i want to talk about today yeah. um but we also talk a bit about this and how like it just i don't understand how it works because most of us sit there just like annoyed at the fact that you're trying to sell us something through a sticker that's not even remotely in like has anything to do with what the question is period (laughs) so so like when you say it doesn't make sense like it doesn't make sense that anyone would ever pay for this nonsense yeah pay for it like play into it like someone must along the line someone must be accepting this and like being like, sure, tell me more information, right? Like, or what would be the point of it? So like, so I, I think what it is, and see, I, you used to be able to get re- get get away with stupid stuff like this, but like mm-hmm. those that are like your 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 average weight loss community Instagram user, and the only, and the only reason I'm saying that, like, and I'm not saying like we is because like I literally like my my job is to put together stuff for social media like influencers that try to build brand and sell stuff on the internet so like Mm -hmm. i i do i i know why they want it because if you it it used to be if you had just the big follower count 
and this is the same reason people do follow and unfollow, at least the ones that are, are trying to make money off of it. Like yep. brands would see that and they would say, oh, such and such has a huge following. We're going to, you know, we want to work with them. Mm-hmm. Now they are a little bit more sophisticated to whereas they will, um, they'll actually like look into the post, look at the amount of likes, look at the comments, look at the quality of the comments. Cause that's another thing too. Like, Apparently, there's these cohort groups where they people, I, I guess they all get on Facebook groups together and they like yep. buy in and like, I'll like your post and I'll comment on yours. And it's like you're spending all this time trying to game the system, whereas you clearly you you want to have, quote unquote, influence. But here's the punchline about influence. You actually have to have something to say and do that is influential worthy for yep. real people to actually care about it. So I know why. Well, it's a, it's a big thing too. Like I did some uh, marketing research not that long ago, partly for my job, but also partly for my own Instagram and like curiosity. And um, they're saying now like micro in- influencers are the new big thing because they can see that a micro influencer has like a 5% engagement rate. Whereas someone who has hundreds of thousands of followers doesn't have that same engagement rate, doesn't have that same connection with people. Right. Yeah. And and it's really, and I think, so if we're talking about kind of, and you use the follower count as, as the basis is like, Mm -hmm. it's all about engagement and you're right. There's a lot of folks that are, that have, and it doesn't, like you could find somebody that has 400 followers, but they're very influential. And, you know, it's, it's, it starts with Instagram. But the interesting thing is, is if you ever, like you and I are friends on Facebook, um, Mm -hmm. you're probably friends with some other Instagram people on Facebook as well. And there's, yeah, I mean, and there's people that have private accounts here that don't really have a ton of interaction, but you go over and like, they'll just post just a quote on Facebook and like, a hundred you know reactions and like a bunch of comments so like it's there's a lot more to it there's a lot more depth to what your influence who's actually has influence but yeah if you if you're looking for actual influencers the micro ones are are really where it's at that's the best value for these brands oh yeah and then they're finding that like the more their engagement rate is because of how much um the actual presence they have with their community with their following the more people will actually like listen to what they have to say versus some big brand name being like look at this product and everybody being like uh-huh you're just trying to make money right? like, well it becomes a totally different thing and they have to and they have to tag that it's like a sponsored Ad. partnerships yep. now so yeah i mean it's you know it, influencer marketing i think is it's it's still a great way to like it it's still i mean it's it's pro- it's still going to be better than buying mass media because you can go in and say this is who my demographic is this is you know who who they follow and who they interact mm-hmm. with but like yeah it, it has to be it's almost like if you are let me see so like if it's a if it's a fitness influencer it almost mm-hmm. I, like it almost has to be a product i think that they use anyway anytime somebody all of a sudden starts you know uh, pumping up something that they've never you've ne- you have never seen them use you're like okay we know what's going on here <laughs> sure sure <laughs> the the placement of the product has to make sense and like most you see it all the time a lot of times it just doesn't make sense at all no 
the new big thing, which this is partially why me and Chelsea started talking about the the downfall of weight loss influencers, um, is that these bigger accounts are doing, I don't know if you've seen this, but like diet plans. Have you seen this yet? Um, how, are you talking about like since the quarantine started? Um, just like recently, the new thing is I just keep seeing all these like bigger name accounts throwing out, hey, here's this diet plan that I used to lose my weight but at the same point like if you asked me personally to give you exactly what I ate to lose 100 pounds I couldn't tell you like I could tell you a couple things that I ate but I I can't remember exactly what I ate day to day right like it it just becomes a little ridiculous and, and you would probably tell someone just like I would like even if you knew exactly what it is I ate that's not gonna help you um no because everybody's different yeah. and everybody likes different things and everybody, you know, I mean, it's one thing to put out there and say, here's a cookbook of a bunch of recipes that I love. And like, truthfully, if you want to follow this, you, you will eat relatively clean. So yeah. like, try it. Then to say, here's a step-by-step breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. <laughs> and usually it's like pretty restrictive and crazy. Right? Well, <laughs> like, and, and so like here's the and here's the other thing that's really interesting about this is that the way the fitness industry used to work is and this was before youtube this is before people really were were diving into the internet for all their information is your personal trainers were kind of the gatekeepers of of the the info so like Mm -hmm. you you would go to them for a plan now the value when working with a trainer now is that yes they are going to help you exercise correctly they will show you even if you talk to a, a trainer about you know the most popular streaming workouts if you're talking about beach body if we're talking about fitness blender they can help you with your individual modifications there's still value mm-hmm. in personal training what well yeah and that's the whole thing right like if you're getting a diet plan from a personal trainer and you say hey this and this and this isn't working for me then they're going to edit that appropriately to find what does if, work for you, which you're not getting if you're getting this blatant, like, here's a meal plan. You're working from, with, with them one-on-one. Now, where I think a mm-hmm. lot of your trainers are losing credibility, and they may not even see it here in the short term, is one, giving away the diet plans, but all the ones that are doing all the free streaming workouts. It's like, mm-hmm. I could totally see, you know, if you're a personal trainer um, and you want to give people stuff while they're in quarantine this is and this is this is a perfect example this is actually what i was trying to think of when we were talking about like micro influencers so if you're a personal trainer and you do group fitness you do one-on-one you do partner training and all this stuff that's your main service like don't Mm -hmm. offer that for free just just don't so like what you could do though is you're you're somebody that's that probably eats fairly healthy you've got you know you probably know how to do you know how to to follow through on a recipe or if you're super busy you have like super quick and dirty recipes on how to eat and by the way like not every cookbook has to be instagram worthy and takes like you know 60 minutes to make a meal if you've got some stuff that i can throw together in five minutes or less it's gonna fit with my how i eat I'm, i'm all over it but like Oh, but yeah. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I get so excited. So. No, 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 no. Keep going. I was just agreeing with you. I would be all over it too. Yeah. It's like, it's one thing to be like, here's this meal that's going to take you an hour to make. And another thing being like, here's a meal that's going to take you 10 minutes to make. Obviously you're probably going to pick the 10 minute one because 
like unless you truthfully love being in the kitchen which slash have time to be in the kitchen you're not gonna follow that this is the whole thing if you're if you're really trying to do um if you want to do some kind of influencer marketing and i totally like but what's happening is like the workout plans and the meal plans that stuff is all commoditized i actually got an email from uh, from Precision Nutrition yesterday that they're making an exercise library available to us that has 400 moves on it. And mm-hmm. we basically can incorporate this stuff however we want. So if I want to take this moves, like if I want to take this and post this in our community Facebook group, which again, I know people like to charge for, for you know, community groups and, and that's their own prerogative. But for me, if I wanted to, I could be like, yeah, you know what? Uh, those, those of you guys that are in this group, I kind of want to, you know, here, let me give you a resource. I could mm-hmm. just put it there and there you go. You've got this exercise library. Um, yes. And same with like the meal plans, the calculator. Like I have a calculator, which you know what? This, these, I might actually have to put this stuff out for you guys this weekend. Um, but like, <laughs> you know, it's the information is becoming commoditized to where it, you can, even if you're a trainer trying to sell it, it's like, this is my 10 minute, um, you know, ab workout or 15 minute glutes or whatever. Like somebody else on the internet is putting a program out that is as good, honestly, in some cases is better. Uh, what a lot of these yep. trainers are trying to sell, man, it's crazy. It's so insane. Like I found um, that a lot of the bigger names out there in the weight loss community, those well-known yeah. accounts, um, I've I've found myself unfollowing more and more of them because it's just been one thing after another. It's you can tell that like it's like they're almost money hungry. It's no longer about the community or the changes or their selves or whatever. It's like here's this diet, but here's this meal plan here's this program here's this item like it, it never stops <laughs> right well and so you know the thing is it's it's always about you have to be able to put enough value out to people to even warrant the ask for them to actually spend money with you and you know we i and i even except for the people that that pay the bots i respect anybody even the ones that try to get into the dm and sell right off the bat now they should oh, understand that that's not going to work and they should take some time to like know people. Uh, yep. But I mean, yeah, you can, you can throw pitches out as often as you want. You have to realize that even if you put out the most value that you possibly can, um, you're probably only going to sell. There's probably going to be like one to 3% of your followers that ever buy anything from you. Like that's how it works. So, mm-hmm. you know, like it, but you have to be cool with that. So all you're doing when you're putting the, the information out is you're trying to, like, if, if, if the situation is correct, you know, like, if it just, if the vibe of the conversation feels right, or if you see what somebody's posting and you say, hey, you know, because um, you and I have had this conversation. You posted about some stuff, and I said, you know, I, I, I would be awesome to work with you if you're interested. And you're like, yeah, I like doing this stuff on my own. And my response was like, okay, cool. And, like, that literally yeah. has to be what what the response is. And like, uh, like my, my personal DMs do frequently get filled with like beach body coaches and, you know, people selling products and wraps and whatever. And respectfully, I always usually try my best anyway to answer and say like, look, I'm not interested, but like more power to you. Keep the hustle going, (laughs) whatever. It's not, it's not my problem. Like 
obviously I've already lost the weight. I'm not, it's the ones I tend not to respond to are the ones who are coming at me in a kind of way that is making it sound like, Hey, I want you to join my team because I want you to say that that's the reason why you've lost the weight. And I'm like, "Mm, no, (laughs) doesn't work. Well, and see, here's the other thing. And especially in general with influence, but especially in health and fitness, you have to be a hundred percent transparent. Like you can't, you, you can't finagle stuff. Like I had, so like my, my big thing is I like connecting with people in the local area here that are trying to be part of the fitness community and trying to do their thing. I don't care if it's somebody that owns a studio or if it's somebody that's, that's a beach body coach doing their thing. Like I just, I want to find local people. So like this, this beach body coach, Uh, followed me and like did the whole thing like you know wanted me to join their team and I was kind of explaining like what it is that I do and how I work with people and how I put the message out and everything and she's like yeah I've been doing this for four months and I've I've helped uh, 300 people with their nutrition I'm like okay (laughs) so like you know I, I and it was kind of funny because like part of me Part of me now would be like, okay, yeah, explain this one to me. But like in the moment, I was just like, I'm so, I'm so turned. Like the selling and the pitching. Like, look, number one thing in sales, you got to have confidence in yourself. If you are confident enough to go even in the DM, pitch, 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 that I can respect. But when you start like, yep. when you say something that I straight up know isn't true, I'm just like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Well, that's like the same thing with um, this. Like if, if I say to you, no, nah, I'm not interested, but like all the respect, yeah. right? Like no, no problems, no qualms, no nothing. Just like not my thing. If you can take that and we can continue to follow each other and continue to talk and still be part of my community, I'm, I'm all great. Like everything's fine. If I say this and then every month or so you're like, hey, just checking to see if you're still not interested, just checking this, you know, like I, I get it and I respect that you're trying, but you are pushing me further and further and further away because I have said no. Right? Like, If I'm interested, I will and, come and to you is. is pretty much what I always is my that response, is right? Like, absolutely. no. So in it, it depends on the conversation with the, with the person. So like, um, I know with, with you and I, and I know that, you know, cause you had, you had posted, um, something about the headspace that you were in at, at a time. And then I said, you know what, look, the stuff I work with, you know, the stuff that I, I work on folks with, it's about kind of that inside approach, habit development type thing. And the position I'm in right now, which is really cool is like, I literally now only work with people that I get along with. So, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of the number one thing. But then as soon as soon as we were like, no, I'm good. Like that was the end of that conversation. Uh, yep. And this, that's what truly gives res- like respect. Honestly, if you can't respect my answer, then uh, why do I need to give you any well, respect in your response? Right. Like it's like it's anything a, in life. If you can't respect my boundaries, that, then that's what's the point? Exactly <laughs> true. And the, the thing for me mm-hmm. is like, I really, and, and especially now that I'm, I'm, you know, not doing just the fitness stuff full time now. I, if you can listen to the podcast and you can get my social media and you can figure this stuff out on your own, like I have, I mean, the framework that I use for uh, tracking progress and goal setting, like it's on my website. It's not behind a sign up for, you know, sign up for the email to get it or sign up for the text. It's 
you know, it's, I have those things and I, I like using those things to kind of spread a message and build brand, but like you can mm-hmm. have that information. If you can do it on your own, do it on your own. Like oh, yeah. you know, I, and see, I, and people do come back. And, and this is the other thing. Like when people do work with me, I make it extraordinarily easy. Like if you, if it's time for you to move on, cause eventually you got to try to do this stuff on your own. You're not going to have, it, it drives me crazy when you have these, these people that look, these, these trainers and coaches that want lifelong clients. Like that's not what mm-hmm. your role should be. You should help somebody for a point in time, however many months, however many years even, but like, there has to be an exit strategy. So for me, you're just destining. You're like you're making that client's destiny to fail. Yeah, honestly, you're, you're if if you can't give them the resources to be able to do it on them themselves and to be able to succeed by themselves, so then like, you, you you like hit on the button here. Like, well, no, I had somebody. <laughs> I, I was talking to somebody about who actually might be listening to this. I was talking to somebody. Uh, I was talking to this gentleman about working with me. And he said that he's like, you know, I kind of have, he's like, I'm, I, I'm a little hesitant because I talked to a couple coaches before. And this one guy said that I had to have a, like, I had to have a six month commitment. And I think there was like, there was probably an upfront fee. Well, like for me working in the gym in college and knowing that like we had processing fees and we had startup fees and there was a monthly rate contract and all this other happy horse shit. I was like, I mean, the way I, the way I run my business is it's, you know, you, you get access to the, um, the app as far as the coaching. I see all the responses on the lessons. I see the progress. I get a good overview of everybody I'm working with at the level. Mm-hmm. But when I do it, the billing comes out on the 27th. It's priced underneath like what all your major online habit-based uh, nutrition places charge for their programs online and that's by design and then with the billing being on the 27th of every month i just tell people on the 28th like you should sign up because billing's going to be a month from now and most people yep. like when they try it out i have had like I, i've had i think two people cancel within that first month and that conversation by the way is a lot like the conversation when somebody says no i'm not interested like they say, I need to cancel. Yep. I like if they tell me why, partly because I've had a couple people that have had some really like gnarly situations going on in their life. And like, that's the cool thing when you're handling your own billing, like you can make adjustments. If somebody needs to miss a month, they need to miss a month and you make the adjustment or if they need to, whatever, like that's the cool thing about running yep. your own stuff. But like, yeah, man, I just, the, uh, pay, having people pay up front and having lifelong clients, man, that just it irks me. It really does. There's just, there's just so much about like the weight loss interest industry influencers, the works that it's like, how have we not figured this out yet? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's been years, years and decades and of us going through and having this yeah. weight loss, you know, and we still can't figure out how to deal with it in a way that makes people successful like well, what's the point it is a <laughs> i mean the the last numbers i heard were it's it's a 60 plus billion dollar industry every year and what they do is they market on our insecurities as an individual selling us on the idea that if we follow whatever program it is that they're doing or whatever bullshit it is they're pushing that we're ultimately going to be happy and i will tell you and everybody listening as somebody that has 
that has been trying that started trying to lose weight back in 1996, right before I turned 15 and started working in this industry in 2004 and hung out in the gyms for like five, six years before that, you have, you, where you are right now, if you work on that relationship that's going on in between your head, you're going to be happy. And when you lose the weight, you're going to be in a much better place. There is no magic program. The magic program is the one you can follow. So you better build it around your preferences and you'll be happy. If you don't, you will not be. That's exactly like you, I always say this to everyone and I always find that um, like when groups, Facebook groups or stuff, when I connect with people, I'm very obviously right from the get go. Like I'm not yeah. selling you anything. I don't sell anything. Here's my Instagram. If you want to connect, cause like I'm more than help, happy to talk to you about yeah. whatever. Right. But like, I have to preface it, which also is kind of annoying. Um, but uh, in that same retrospect, like, the biggest thing that I always say is, can you live with that for life? Because if you can't live with that diet, it's, it's that's not going to work. <laughs> like, you need to be able to love it and be able to see yourself continuing to love it in the long run, or you're going to end up like all the other people who gain all that weight back. Cause you're going to end in a spot where you're like, I'm going to go back to normal. And then it's all going to blow yeah, up. Yeah, no, I didn't, and, that's, <laughs> and that's exactly what happens. Um, <laughs> but we can talk more about this next week because we're running out of time. So that's fine. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, we should leave. Should we leave another question? I think question, the question like that we week? should leave since we're going to go on a diet culture weight loss industry tirade is what questions <laughs> do you guys have about the weight loss industry? Yes, let's do it. I so, like that. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, you have a good you fucking too, Friday, Chelsea. Fuck it Friday, and I'll talk to you soon. All right.